Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Last chance for Mary Jane, one more time to ease the pain. Hi, it's J-Rod Concerts, the podcast time. I'm your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Today and every other day that we do the show, festival season moving along quite rapidly, guys. Hope everyone is having a good old time in the sun this summer, guys. And uh, today's guest, ladies and gentlemen... Great, great talent. Uh, met her a few times here in Nashville. Ladies and gentlemen, Stacy Antonell. She is amazing. She used to perform under her moniker, Ginger Cowgirl. She's eclectic, otherworldly, and she's celebrating her brand new uh, album, Always the Outsider, which is just phenomenal. Really, really an enjoyable listen. Um, Stacy's from San Diego. She grew up in near San Diego, you know, studying classical piano. Uh, inspired by Tori Amos and Audis Redding. So, like, you know, really inspiring inspiration from all over the spectrum creates her unique sound. She won a singing contest, Three Minutes to Stardom, a long time ago. She traveled to Argentina. That trip changed her life a bit artistically. And um, now she's here based in Nashville, where she's absolutely kicking butt. So on this episode, we, we talk to Stacy. She performs the title track, Always the Outsider. She tells us about that Argentina trip. Uh, she tells us about her health on the road. We talk a lot of interesting subjects here with Stacy, and we're so thrilled to have her. And guys, make sure to check out Always the Outsider because it's one doozy of a record. And uh, she's going to be hitting the road, of course. So check that out. Stacy Antonell, S-T-A-S-C-Y-A-N-T-O-N-E-L.com. So StacyAntonell.com. Uh, if you're new to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, we welcome you guys. We have a brand new, well, no, it's not, written, it's not really brand new. It's a newsletter that goes out every Friday with the five new songs you need to know. Uh, easy to unsubscribe if you don't like it. Check it out at jrodconcertsmedia.com. Without further ado, Stacey Antonell on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Hi. Stacy Antonell. Is it okay that I don't have a setup? Yeah, you're okay. the setup. You're the setup. Cool, cool, cool. Right? Let's have a little wow. webcam. <laughs> you are doing great, Stacey. First of all, great to see you. You too. You're <laughs> always gallivanting. So are you. Where are you? In San Diego? I'm in San Diego, yeah. I love it. Living that California life. Temporarily, yeah. I was I just in it. Texas. Now I'm back home for a week. I know you've been touring quite a bit, Stacey, but um, I mean, always the outsider, your new album. First of all. Before anything, I have to tell you, you know, obviously, like, I know the hard work that you've put into it. And it came out so beautifully, Stacey. Congratulations. It, it's it's a really special album. Like, I'm so, like, it really, like, has, like, extra. It's a really special album. Congratulations. It came out great. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, for people that don't know you, you know, you're an incredible songwriter, you know, wonderful voice. You know, you're from San Diego, but you're kind of Nashville-based, of course, and you know, I was thinking about you, by the way, you look great. And I was, and I remember when we, when we first met in Nashville, that I, I think it was like a cabana tap, if I'm not wrong. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking how healthy you always seem. Like you always seem like so healthy and vibrant, you know, good vibes, like rested. 
And like right now, you look so rested and all that. So I think wow. you would have a perspective on this, Stacey. You know, <laughs> when, you, when you read about like rock stars and the access of the past, you know, like, you know, guys and girls would go on tour and, you know, they're, you know, hooking up with everyone they meet, staying up all night. You read about, you know, Led Zeppelin and the Who, those parties. Can you imagine how a lead singer would get through that? Because I feel like you're like, you're so, you, you know, you're like, you do it all and like, you're so healthy and like, you're so energetic. Like that must be crazy, right? Yeah, that's impossible. But those people weren't really singing, you know? I mean, they were, but like, they were more like emoting and performing. Oh. Like, I don't know. I feel like their vocal challenges weren't very large. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So you think that like, okay, so your care of your voice is like a big deal. Then. Yeah, but I also drink too much. So I do <laughs> very bad things that do not help my voice. Like when I stop drinking for a while, my voice gets like amazing, but I never do that. Cause I you just, never do that. I don't. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the only thing you do, but like, yeah, it's hard in Nashville, of course. So many, so many alcohol, but, but like, what do you think you get that, that Stacy? because like, you're such a hard worker, that, that, that work ethic right now. Right. Because, you know, you have this momentum, people knew you from before with, with your old moniker, ginger cowgirl, mm-hmm. but but where do you think you get this work ethic? Because seriously, because so many bands blow up or like whatever, but I feel like you're always like, since I've met you, you're hardworking, you're recording, you're traveling, you're like touring now. Like where did this hard work ethic come from, Stacey? I don't know where it came from. I just have such a hunger for it, like mm-hmm. a bad hunger. Like that's part of what the album is about is like, yeah. I wanted it too badly. It was destroying me. Like constantly comparing myself to others just like hating everybody that was more successful than me Mm. so I think like I don't know where it comes from I just like I want it so badly it's it just motivates me yeah yeah Yeah. it does it does but you're creating something that's like of value here that's why I think that like you're you're kicking ass and you're going to continue to kick ass and people are like getting to know your name because you're, you're putting the quality above like the hit you know yeah I agree I want everything I do to be of value and have integrity and not just like even social media. Like, obviously I have to do it for the algorithm and all the marketing bullshit. But like, even when I do it for those reasons, I want it to be meaningful in some deeper way. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people really will connect to this, Stacey, but you know, and and like when I was listening to like the lyrics of this album, like I was like connecting to it in like a neurotic kind of way, like in, Hmm. in the sense that, you know, the way I treated my radio career when I first started in Miami was like, you know, there wasn't any nonsense. I had a show to do in the morning. You know, I go to bed super early and I just kind of like, I remember kind of Harry Styles in an interview saying that like, he just wanted the audience to like love him. And I wanted to do that like back in, earlier in my career. And mm-hmm. I feel like singers, like Harry Styles said, sometimes have that. Like, what is, what do you think is the damage that some musicians or me earlier in my career, like needed that positive reinforcement from people, Stacey? Well, I mean... I still have that. Like, I really, that is like a motivating factor. I think everything can kind of, for everybody can be rooted back in childhood. Like, how can I get people to like me? Like, I have this like false belief that if people like my music, some like, I'll feel happy. Right. I don't know. I haven't learned to outgrow it. That's something I think a lot about lately. Like when I go on, on stage, I like, I both hate the audience and want them to love me. And it's like a very difficult dichotomy to work through. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I, it's just very human, I guess. Yeah. I don't know I, anybody that doesn't care. <laughs> I know, but that, that is also what makes you such a great artist. You know, I, I feel like to be like a great artist, you have to have a little bit of that. I do, mm-hmm. you know, especially like a lead singer, like you, a performer. Yeah. I just think it goes hand in hand, whoever it may be. But yeah. Yeah. 
Totally. So, okay. So you're from San Diego. You recorded this album in San Diego. You didn't do it in Nashville. I didn't do it in Nashville. How was that experience, Stacey? Like, you know, I, I'm not well acquainted with San Diego recording. Like, does, do the vibes change? Like, how did you feel? I mean, I don't really have a ton of experience. Like, my first album was, wasn't an album. It was an EP under Ginger Cowgirl. I did record in Nashville, RCA Studio C. And that felt, like, really awesome because I paid them, like, a set rate per song. So for like months, really, I would go in there and we would like sit and explore and there was no ticking time, ticking clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that felt really great. And San Diego was like, we have three days to do 12 songs. Here's a band you've never met him before. Go. So I can't say that I really loved that element of it because there's just no time for exploration. How do you do that, Stacey, when that happens? When you have like, you know, you're in a time crunch and you got to click immediately. Like, like, how do you start? What are, what are the first things you do? Uh, we just started with the easiest song and like every day I knew that I had three really songs that I knew would be really hard to record or to get people to understand my vision of. Mm -hmm. So every day I would like pick one in my heart and be like, here's the song that we're going to work hard on and that I'm not going to back down on. And it took a lot of like emotional energy. I'm the only girl. Everybody is a guy. Not that that's like the whole story, but you know, it's, it's an element. So um, there's, a, there's a lot of like, we know better a little bit. Some of that, yeah, I think. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, totally. I can see that. I mean, everybody struggles with that, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it didn't work out entirely great. Like, three of the songs I didn't like, so I re-recorded them in Nashville, which added money onto my fucking budget, so. No fucking way. Yeah, so then I had to hire a whole different set of musicians, a whole different studio, and then I didn't even like how one of the songs came out, and I did it again, Jamie, again, a third fucking time. But Stacey, why do you think that is? Because I've heard like even super successful like musician friends. I think I had Lainey Wilson on my show in episode 300 talk about this. Why even the most successful female artists do you have like clueless dudes like myself, like whatever, just like telling them like what to do. Like when really like it's women that is like honestly are making the best fucking shit right now. Like what's mm -hmm. going on? I don't, for me, I think it's like I don't have the skill set to like communicate what I want. Like, I don't have a knowledge of Pro Tools. I don't have a knowledge of like drums. Mm. I'm just like, can you make the drum go blah, 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 instead of bop, ba, -da And they're like, okay, what do you mean by that? I'm like, I don't know, but it's in my head and you're not fucking doing it right. Right, so right. So you don't know the lingo. Not. You don't know the lingo. Yeah. Well. And I think when there's like a time crunch environment, there's just no room to really like, some people are touchy feelier than others. And like, my producer for this is not, he's like, just super amazing engineer and it's just like has great ears and he just wants to move on. And I think yeah, he wants yeah. to give me the best value for my money. And I think that's a strongly motivating factor for him. But it's like, for me, I want, I want, I want what I hear in my head. You know, if that takes more time, then it's more money and I get right. it. But well, listen, it came out great. That, that's the bottom line. Like it, it just came out great. So whatever changes you did or whatever tinkering, perfect. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. But let me ask you a couple stories from you that are like super fascinating. I kind of know <laughs> them. I kind of know them, but like for my audience, I think it's just like, it makes, you're such a fascinating and cool character. And, and, I, and I, I love you. So like, for example, like the, um, the Buenos Aires story, I love that. So you're a well-traveled musician. Uh, you graduated from UC Berkeley and then you moved to Buenos Aires. because you like, you know, you answer like a Craigslist ad, you know, and you end up doing like Jim Carter stuff and like commercials. Like what's that story about? I just love it, Stacey. Yeah, I moved to Argentina because I 
wanted to quit my job and I wanted to break up with my boyfriend. So my, my best friend did the same thing. So we just moved to Buenos Aires together oh, wow. and I answered, yeah, I answered an ad, a Craigslist ad for a, an American that could sing like June Carter cash. And I wasn't a singer back then. I mean, I've always been a singer to myself, but not in a professional capacity. And I auditioned, he was like a composer, an Argentine composer that actually went to Berkeley college of music. So he okay. like spoke English well enough. And he wrote jingles for like MTV and Jeep. And I got the job and I sang jingles that aired throughout Latin America. Amazing. Yeah. It was just super random, a very random start to my career. And, you know, I got like $40 for doing those things. <laughs> like, Does that trip no you out, Stacey, that like, you know, you're starting your career and like your voice is airing in, you know, Colombia, Venezuela, cable, you know? Awesome. Like I, I was in, I was in some other part of Argentina and I, in a hotel And I heard my voice on the TV and it was an ad for 16 and pregnant. And I was just like, wow, this must be what people feel like when their own song is on the radio. But it was I just love that. fucking I love cool. It. I love it. Super yeah. <laughs> no, and, and that's why you're, you, you know, your music is so unique and, and your personality as well. Another one is, you know, you did the three minutes to start on that show. Mm -hmm. People may remember it or not. It was like short lived, but you like won and you won like 10 grand. Um, I don't think I've ever asked you about this. Like, how was that experience like? That, that must have been interesting. I think that was the best day of my life, winning that money. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay. So, how old were you when this happened, Stacey? I was 30. Okay. Okay. Uh, were you nervous? Like, like, this is crazy. Oh, I was catatonic with fear. There were four, four rounds spaced like a month apart. And every time I had to perform, I would just sit in the back, like terrified and shaking and just looking at my lap and everybody else would be like talking. I'm like, how are you enjoying yourself right now? This is terrifying. <laughs> But actually I've now learned that talking to others distracts you from your fear. So maybe that's what they were doing. <laughs> mm. Is that, But, yeah. how do you deal with stage fright, Stacey? Because everyone's got it. Everyone I talk to has got it. How, like what's your coping mechanism? Do you do yoga? What do you do? Wow. What a healthy suggestion. No, I uh, usually drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And we started talking about health. I love it. Yeah. I lately, I try not to drink cause, just because it makes my voice so much better. I don't know. I just, it's almost like I notice myself playing possum. Mm. It's the same impulse that made me like shut down on the singing competition. I just like kind of recede into myself and get very irritable and I don't really know how to deal with it, I guess. How, yeah. how to, yeah. And it's well, stupid. I'm, It'll be like a stupid gig that I don't care about. I'm like, why am I nervous? Like, I don't know. Well, I've seen you perform and you, you seem to handle it okay. You know. Thank you. I think you, Joe, I, I think you make the audience laugh. I think that's what you do. And You're then right. You hit, You're so and right. Then, yeah, I think that's what you do. And then you hit them with like a heartbreaker song and people are really confused, like in a dizzy. Yeah. yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like, why? You're you're so right. That's why I tell jokes on stage. And I think that's stupid. I want to stop doing that because I think it's a crutch. And it's just like, it prevents me from like fully facing the moment. Mm, interesting. Okay. I hear that. I hear that. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, you're going to be touring a lot with this album. So you'll have plenty of times to to practice. In fact, you're touring right now. You're like in an off week. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to end up here in Nashville June 30th. Um, that's going to be great. Hopefully we'll get a chance to see you. But uh, yeah, like, are you going to take us away with a song? Super excited about it. Sure. I'll do the title track from the album called Always the Outsider. Oh, my God. Such a good song, too. That PV, that PV line. I can't. I love it. I have a really cool music video for it coming out, too. Fantastic. Filmed at D's. Filmed at D's. D's Country Lounge. See, iconic yeah. bar in Nashville. Thanks, Stacey. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Stacey Antonell, always the outsider. Great album. So great to catch up. You Seriously, too. you did an you amazing job. Up. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. Thank you so much for your time, Stacey. Thanks, Jamie. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to J Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.